little late this morning. That's a way to start out the time Eric's gone. I'm Ben Carpenter. You're listening to News on AM 1240, 94.1 KCVL. It's currently 15 minutes past 7 o'clock and 34 degrees outside in the Colville Valley. Wednesday morning, candidate Tiffany Smiley's bus came rolling into town, accompanied by Congresswoman Kathy McMorris Rogers. We were there. Here's Kathy introducing Tiffany's address to the crowd, around 200 people at the Ag Trade Center. It's about the United States of America and what we can do together. I've been connecting with voters over the last 18 months, talking about the issues that you are facing. Senator Murray refuses to talk about any of these issues. We're talking about the rising cost of living, gas prices, crime crisis. We have an education crisis here in Washington State. Senator Murray doesn't talk about this. So we have a plan to turn crisis into hope for all of Washington. If you send me to Washington, D.C., I will fight to rein in the out-of-control spending that is plaguing all of us. I certainly will ensure the 87,000 IRS agents do not come after you or our small businesses. You know, those making $25,000 are five times more likely to be audited by the IRS. That's why I'm standing up and fighting for. We can work to permanently extend the 2017 tax cuts for the middle class, and the foundation and the bedrock of our economy is our American energy independence. Senator Murray shut that down. She waged war on it. And she took max out donations from the Nord Stream 2 pipeline lobbyists. What a DC thing to do. She would rather line her pockets than lower our gas prices. We need to unleash our American energy independence immediately to lower gas prices. When we look at crime, I am honored to be endorsed by WACOPS and Fraternal Order of Police here in Washington State. They know that I have their back. 
Senator Murray went on the Senate floor June of 2020, called for funds to be diverted from our police force, and then she disappeared. At the federal level, number one, what we need to work on is ensuring that we secure our border and stop the flow of fentanyl coming into Washington State, killing our kids in every community. Senator Murray fails to address this. Taking action. We need a leader who will go to DC, roll up their sleeves, and secure our border and stop the flow of fentanyl from coming to Washington State and killing our kids in the first place. As far as crime at the federal level, I will work hard to ensure that our police officers, our cops here in Washington State, have access to federal grants for $5,000 retention and recruiting bonuses. We need good cops here in Washington State, and I will fight to ensure that we have them so we can keep our communities and our children safe in this amazing, beautiful state. Washington State does not need seniority. We need motivation and principle. And if you send me to Washington, D.C., that's what I will bring to the halls of Congress. I'll bring each and every one of your voices with me, and we will send a shockwave this November. I want to serve you. I want to work for you. I want to deliver results. We cannot have policy based on intentions. 30 years in the Senate, Patty Murray has only gotten nine bills across the line. She's so extreme that she cannot work with Republicans to get anything across. I will go work with anyone to deliver results for all of you here in Washington State. And I certainly, in my six years, Let's beat Patty's nine bills in 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Together we can turn the tide for Washington State. So I need each and every one of you to vote and get your ballot in. But this is the year that it cannot just be you. We've got to talk politics. With your friends, your neighbors, you need to get 10, 20, 30, 50. If you're really ambitious, get 100. <laughs> you need to make sure they're voting and they're getting their ballot in. I need you. I need you to spread the word. I know we have social media and all this advertising and TV, but you know what I still believe in? The word of mouth. It goes a long way. Your voice matters. And this November, we will win. 30 years of Senator Murray, let's do her a favor and retire her. She does not want to be there. I don't know if you saw the town hall, but she doesn't want to be there. I already have my lawyers lined up, just to reassure you. They've already been here in Washington State. They're some of the best lawyers in the country. We're here to ensure that this is done properly. My lawyers will do their job, but I need you to get your ballots in and everyone you know to march smiley for a brighter future for all of us. It's written all over my bus. There's a new mom in town. Thank you. There was a host of candidates in the crowd from Representative Jacqueline Maycumber to State Senator Shelley Short. A strong showing of support was present to talk with Tiffany and everyone was encouraged to get out the vote. Today's local candidate spotlight will be Dude Simmons, who's running for Stevens County Assessor. My name is Dude Simmons, and I'm running for the Stevens County Assessor's position. I have been a Stevens County Deputy Assessor for seven years, where I oversee over 750,000 acres of land that's in the special use farm and ag and designated forest land programs. In the last six years, I've completed a project of reclassifying over 43,000 acres of timberland that was incorrectly put into the program back in 1971 when it began. And I've also recovered over $1.1 million in compensation taxes from other lands that no longer qualified for the program, monies that will no longer come out of the taxpayers' pockets from them taxing districts. I'm running for Stevens County Assessor's position because I have seven years of experience of interdepartmental working in that office. I can handle all of the situations that come up when the public comes into my office, and I believe having an experienced and trained assessor is best for all of the county's citizens. 
I believe that I have the knowledge and the working ability to work with all the other departments in Stevens County working on budgets and personnel issues. I believe that Stevens County deserves a candidate that they can trust and have faith in to get the job done right and make sure that they stay there until the job is done. I would ask folks to vote for me because I'd have that experience that you're going to require to get this position filled and to get the job done right. I believe folks can have their faith in me to get the job done. I believe folks should vote for me because they can have faith in me that I have no other issues on the outside that would influence my job that I'm doing for you as Stevens County Assessor. Tomorrow we will hear be hearing from a candidate for Stevens County Prosecutor. U.S. Senator Patty Murray seeks a sixth term against Republican first-time candidate Tiffany Smiley as Democrats seek to keep her, keep their lock on Washington State Senate seats. Two U.S. House races could affect control of Congress. Two of the state's ten U.S. House seats could be in play. Both are held by Democrats. Voters will also decide whether to elect their first Democratic Secretary of State in six decades or send a longtime county auditor to be the state's first nonpartisan chief elections officer. And Republicans so dominate deeply Idaho that Election Day can be anticlimactic to the Republican primary in May. That's where most races in the past several decades have been decided. Republicans on Election Day are looking to retain a U.S. Senate seat, both of the state's U.S. House seats and supermajorities in the state House and Senate. Governor Brad Little overcame his toughest challenge for a second term in May by crushing Lieutenant Governor Janice McGeechan, despite her support from former President Donald Trump. Little will face Democrat Stephen Height and anti-government activist Ammon Bundy, who is running as an independent. The Attorneys General of California, Illinois, and District of Columbia are suing Albertsons to stop the grocery chain from paying nearly $4 billion to its shareholders. The lawsuit filed Wednesday in U.S. District Court in Washington asks the court to block the payment until the Attorneys General have reviewed Albertsons' proposed merger with Kroger Company. Washington's Attorney General filed a similar lawsuit in state court Tuesday. Kroger announced its plan to buy Albertsons for $20 billion last March. The merger agreement includes a special dividend of up to $4 billion that Albertsons is scheduled to pay shareholders on Monday. Albertsons says the lawsuits are without merit. A high-profile Idaho attorney who has defended in state and federal courts some of the most restrictive abortion laws in the nation is among the latest attorneys to quit state employment. Former Deputy Attorney General Megan LaRondo is one of eight attorneys and a handful of other staffers who have left or are leaving the Idaho Attorney General's office following Raul Labrador's win over five-term incumbent Attorney General Lawrence Wasden in the Republican primary in May. Most departure, more departures are expected. Labrador has promised to make the office more partisan should he win the next week's general election. And in a series of recent interviews, he denigrated attorneys in the office. 
And federal regulators have ordered seaplanes like the one that went down in Washington's Puget Sound in September to be inspected for a flaw that likely caused the deadly crash. Federal Aviation Administration's Wednesday Airworthiness Directive mandates that operators of all DHC-3 Otter seaplanes in the United States examine the stabilizer to confirm the condition of an actuator piece missing from the Friday Harbor seaplane sea aircraft that fell into the water near Whidbey Island. Ten people were killed in, September, in the September 4th crash. The directive says operators must confirm that the stabilizer actuator lock ring is correctly installed and report back to the FAA by December 19. The order does not ground the aircraft. Moving on to weather. Today's local weather forecast is brought to you by Forget-Me-Not at 173 South Main. The store is loaded with vintage and retro items and home decor, plus lots of great gifts for any occasion at Forget-Me-Not. Open Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, Saturdays, 10 till 4. We're going to see... We're going to see the patchy fog stick around a little while longer, but not too much longer. Uh, should be gone by lunchtime. Should be partly sunny today with a high near 43. Tonight, 43 degrees. Tonight, we'll see rain and snow in the evening hours. The snow level will drop to 1,900 feet with lows around 23. And tomorrow, we'll see rain and snow becoming all rain by mid-morning hours with the snow level rising from 2,000 to 4,800 feet by the afternoon with a high near 46. Then Saturday, we'll see mostly sunny skies with a high near 45. Sunday, 50% chance of snow, mainly in the mid-morning hours. Cloudy with a high near 39. Then for Monday, we'll see a 50% chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 29. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, high of 29. And then for Wednesday, we'll see a 20% chance of snow, mostly cloudy with a high near 29. Forget-Me-Not also offers helium balloons for other occasions like get well, new baby, birthdays, and graduations at 173 South Main.